Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Michael Reed on LMFM. Now, Father Phil Gaffney, parish priest of uh, St. Mary's Parish and Holy Family Church in Ballsgrove, uh, joins us. Uh, his name will be well known around the country. Uh, his name, I think, features in many of uh, the stories uh, that are on the front pages of uh, the papers yesterday after uh, the funeral of Keen Mulready Woods. Uh, a very good morning to you, uh, Father Gaffney, and thank you for coming into us uh, this morning. Uh, but uh, maybe you'd uh, talk to us about something completely different uh, this morning because uh, you'll be giving confirmation this weekend. Yeah, good morning, Michael, and good morning to listeners. Um, yeah, this weekend, as part of our preparation for confirmation here in the parish um, in a few weeks' time, um, I'm focusing on the role of the sponsor and the children will be bringing their sponsors to the masses um, this weekend. And uh, I suppose the last couple of years, I would have h- highlighted the important role of the sponsor in the confirmation program, mm. because young people need uh, another adult in their lives. And, you know, like all of us, I suppose, we have a relationship with our parents, but it's important to have somebody else there for the children at that stage. It's an important stage in their lives. And if they have another um, person in their lives, maybe... Maybe that's a little cooler than their parents. To act you know, as a role to, model. To, as a role model and yeah. to mm-hmm. help them mm-hmm. make that transition from primary school into secondary school because it's a it's a difficult transition for teenagers and um, we need to give them as much support as we can. So I would be encouraging uh, the parents to um, see this as an important part of the children's lives as mm-hmm. well, not just in their faith formation, but just in their... Uh, on the social scene and and in the, in their lives in general, that they just have somebody else t- to be there with them, to maybe to give them a little bit of guidance and help them. I imagine it's true to say that for time immemorial, uh, people have struggled to understand their children, and and yeah. and that's the way it should be. That's yeah. nature, if you like. I think the big problem today is that we're not just understanding them; uh, we're very concerned about them and yeah. how they may end up. And we were hearing about some of the role models uh, that young people in this locality in your parish are looking up to on the programme yesterday and tributes uh, that were sent on the internet to Keane from international rappers and how they were talking about getting into the drugs trade and what comes with it, the riches and the big cars and the jewellery and the white cocaine as they talked about it in some of the songs. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose, you know, it's it's the culture um, that these children are being brought up in now and, uh, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday about it and like we have invested a lot of money over the last number of years um in our country say with the on the drink driving campaign and um you know it has taken a lot of effort and time 
to get people to change their attitude towards things. And I think with the whole drug culture now, we all, it's it's a it's a countrywide problem. Um, it's very acceptable that cocaine is part of part of life, part of party life, and you know you only have to go into any club or restaurant and you see it all the time. So mm. that we have to be aware that um, if we're taking drugs, you know, on a casual level, um, that we're um, you know fueling this whole. Um, a problem in our society because if the demand wasn't there, well then these um, kingpins in the, in the drug culture wouldn't be making the money they're making. You know, mm. so we have to look at it as a society that um, and try and uh, make people aware of the fact that um, you know drugs is and is leading those chil- young children are being groomed by these criminals are brought into the culture and um, you know they're being lured by. Um, gifts and money and all that mm. and uh, a vulnerable teenager it's very attractive to them and, it's, and you can understand a young 14 or 15 year old being offered um, these gifts and money and so on and unfortunately when they get involved um, it's it's a, a vicious circle and um, you know, it's just it must have been a, a very difficult service for you, Father. Uh, I, I'm sure um, you've overseen many funerals, but the funeral of a, a child must always be difficult, but all the more difficult under these circumstances with armed guardie outside. Uh, difficult for you, but all the more difficult uh, for family and friends. And uh, I know that you said yesterday you wanted to reach out with love and reassurance to the family. Yeah, I mean, the last four and a half weeks have been, you know, such a difficult time for um, Keane's mum and dad Elizabeth and Barry and his sister and brothers and we've spent a good bit of time with them and uh, but I think what the unparalleled revulsion has come as a result of uh, the barbaric nature of his death and uh, you know I think anyone that have had heard of his death you know we're we're used to people uh, people being shot and losing their lives in this in this um in, in, you know, in this drug culture, but the manner in which this young man was, was taken away was um, horrendous. And uh, so at least yesterday there was a little sense of, you know, a, a sense of relief that mm. the, the family, um, there was a little bit of closure that now they could mourn, they can go to the great the cemetery and, uh, and remember him. And um, it was an opportunity, I suppose, to respect his memory as well. And there, his mm-hmm. friends were there and... Mm-hmm. But um, was it a, a difficult decision for the family to decide to go ahead with the burial in the circumstances and to bury Keane in part? It was, it was, it was indeed. And uh, I mean, and I have to commend the the local guardy were very good liaison with the family, with ourselves, and and um, keeping them up to date on what was happening and so on. Now the family did request a private um, a private ceremony a religious ceremony um which we had a couple of weeks ago just for the family and for his friends and um, because they knew that they would be awaiting uh, it would be another number of mm. weeks before um a funeral would take place but it, it was a difficult decision but one that they knew so at least um we got together the, the family and we had prayers and um in the church for them and as um it's as they awaited mm. the news, and I mean, they were hopeful to the end that you know that the rest of the remains would be found. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. You know. And if the rest of the remains are found, and I know this is uh, terribly gruesome and uh, undoubtedly very hard for people to think about, uh, but uh, would there be a question of exhumation and uh, reuniting the body as such? Well, yeah, I mean, 
yeah, we, we suppose we'll have to deal with that when it comes. But um, sometimes if there's a, a post-mortem or, or um, maybe part of a brain sent away or whatever for um, analysis, um, it would happen that you would, you would uh, at a later date, um, bury the... Bury the uh, those remains when they, when they would arrive, you know. Okay, it's a young family, isn't it? Yeah, uh, very young so, family. Yeah, so, yeah. number of siblings uh, yeah. as well. And uh, h- how are they going to get through this, Father? I mean, you were talking yesterday in your homily uh, about faith, and uh, you referenced Saint Paul speaking about times in life when we must walk by faith because we cannot walk by sight. Uh, is it possible for this family to have faith at the moment? Well, I mean, it's it's one of the great challenges in life. I mean, when we face, you know, a, a very heavy cross to carry for any of us, um, it's times like that that we question faith, you know, uh, or question our faith or we question the existence of God. And, of course, there will be anger and uh, bitterness and uh, it's all part of um, losing someone. And, you know, and initially it will be very difficult for the family, but... You know, as I I mentioned yesterday that, you know, you you, you can go two ways, I suppose. Uh, You can either despair or find strength in faith. And I must say I was I was heartened by their prayerful support of um, so many in the community. You know, Mm. it's like at a time like this, it's hard for them to pray. But, you know, the mother was very anxious that his blessed rosary beads would go in with them. And and um, but you know, coming together as a community, which we did as a prayer service in the, in the church, we got we got um, a great response from the community gathering mm-hmm. to pray for the family. Because at a time like that, it's the wider community um, that's their prayer is a support to them. And we're hoping in um, on the March twenty ninth during Lent that we will have another prayer service, a holy hour in in the church, and on the theme of reconciliation and healing. And uh, we've invited Father John Harris, um, who we used, was was a Dominican priest who used to be here in Drogheda, and he's going to come and speak at that. Um, and we also had that prayer service when Bishop Tom came up to it um, um, during that time as well. So um, all we can do, I suppose, as a community, is a faith community, to reach out to them to offer our prayers and support, which we have done. And we will continue to do that and continue to keep them in our prayers. And I would ask everyone to um, just to say a special prayer for the family because this is a, a particularly uh, difficult time for them. And uh, it you know to bring mm. some sort of healing and comfort into their lives at this time. I think if you walk around LMFM and uh, speak to anybody working here today, speaking to anybody working in this building, you'd find it very difficult to find anybody. Uh, who didn't know of Keane Mulready was because yeah. we all would have seen him regularly riding on his scrambler outside uh, in yeah. the car park. Uh, and yeah. I believe uh, a helmet uh, was part of uh, the gifts that were brought up to the altar yesterday yeah. uh, and signified a, a different part of his life, uh, which uh, many of the young people, obviously, who were there, who wore T-shirts with his sure, uh, sure. photo on it and all yeah. of that, uh, would have identified with more so than perhaps some of the other parts of his life. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, and at a time like that, it's important for... There was a huge gathering of his of his friends there, you know, and mm. I suppose when I looked down at them to realise that, you know, they're only, a lot of them really are still children, you know, in their te- teenage years. And for them to take on board uh, what has happened to one of their, one of their friends, you mm. know, and uh, 
they have their own way, I suppose, of paying their respects to him. And, you know, his bike was his life. And, uh, you know, his mother would would have said that as well, you know, that, um, you know, she, she was she was constantly, you know, advising him and so on. Um, but, you know, that was that was where, he, mm. you know, that was his interest. And his, it, it obviously you know. was. It was an expensive machine, expensive clothing. And there was a lot of... Uh, money uh, in, involved and that comes uh, with activity in this type of uh, behaviour. When you looked down on uh, the congregation yesterday and thought of the armed guards uh, outside, were you concerned or, or saddened or a mixture of both? Well, I suppose it's a mixture of both. I mean, it has been comforting over the last number of weeks to see um, the armed, uh, the response and the 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 amount of guard presence in the area. In another way, it's sad because, you know, they are just containing a situation mm. at the moment and I suppose we're all fearful that um, if that guard of presence um, is lessened in any way mm. that uh, we could have more um, violence mm. or more tragedy in the in the community you know so while it's comforting to see them there and um, I would urge people to you know to support them and I know mm. them they have got I suppose because of the uh, brutality of this particular uh, murder and uh, they have got a lot of support mm. maybe more support than they would have before in relation to um, people coming forth mm. with, with information to them. Yeah, you know. uh, and uh, talk to you more about that in a, a moment because we ki- quite often uh, suggest to people if they are afraid to come forward that maybe they'd come forward to a, a priest uh, but it, it must have been impossible to look down on the congregation particularly the young people in the congregation yes and not be concerned that they're using drugs or selling drugs or involved in this that their lives are at risk or that they could be a danger to others or that there could be uh, somebody in their lives that's at risk because of association yeah and i suppose you know um when as you say when when i did look down at them and uh and that's why I mentioned the fact that you know Keane had his own troubles. He was he was young and naive, and he maybe fell in with some of the wrong people. And as a young lad, not realizing the dire consequences that that, that would have in his life. And um, I made the point to the um, young people, you know, that um, the danger for them is that if they if they continue to go that way, that the um, consequences. It, it you know it'll inevitably end in tragedy for them as well. So I, I was trying to stress um, to them, and I'm sure their parents mm. and would have said it to them many times. You know to be careful um, who you associate with and who you get involved with because it it may have uh, dire consequences for you down the line. So. Um, do you think they listen? Uh, and before you answer that question, can I ask you: uh, Have any of the young people spoken to you? Uh, not just in the last number of weeks, uh, because this is uh, not a, a new problem. It's a problem that's been in this community uh, for many years, and indeed communities up and down the country. Uh, but uh, are we able to speak to young children or are young children uh, willing to speak to us? Well, I think we have to reach out to them. I mean, and in the last few weeks, uh, we have a new priest joining us here in Holy Family now, Father Stephen Kennedy and uh, the bishop has appointed him as chaplain to St Oliver's yeah. Community College, and we've been up there a bit over the last number of weeks. And you know, I I would see the importance of of um, reaching out to the young people in, at you know in school and um, 
like Catholic Schools Week, we were highlighting this as well to them. That um, and you know, it's the medium we have of reaching these young people mm. in, in in the school setting, and even it's back down to the primary school um, at confirmation level. Um, you know, these children are twelve, thirteen years of age need to hear um, these you know harsh reality of mm. what they're facing and you know i think we we have the opportunity um with programs in schools and so on and i think we need to to do more there mm. and to focus on you know the harsh reality of drugs mm. and, and at know, a young age what about at, a, at a, an older age I, I mean are we able to talk to them on their level are we able to reach their level do young fellas talk to you about getting a, a bag or where they get it or how much it costs or uh, how much they owe, or do they confide in you in any way? Well, all? yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I would be in touch with some families who mm. are in fear because of their, um, and they would tell you that, uh, you know, the if they have a drug debt, and uh, you know, the certainly a lot of parents in the community and and uh, are concerned because they're afraid of um, the repercussions of their children running up drug debts and so on. Mm. The availability, the children will tell you straight, the availability of, of drugs. Um, one lad told me the other day, he said, if you arrived in the Drogheda, uh, in five minutes you would get whatever you want if mm. you by just making a phone call. So, um, you know, the young people are aware of that, but... Um, I suppose it's it's the whole thing of the, the whole community, they... Um, the concern I would have is that you know so many people are in fear, and mm. parents and grandparents of these children, and um, you know, uh, yeah. and, hope. and and there's different levels of fear, isn't there? I mean, nobody yeah. wants to be a rat. Yeah, I, I mean, you don't want to be a rat because I mean, it's not yes. cool yep. for a start. Uh, who's going to want to befriend a rat? Uh, you don't want to be yeah. a, a rat uh, because uh, you may not be able to score yourself, or you may be in danger as a, a result, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but there's a, a lot of things uh, that are, are wrong in this town uh, and there's a lot of people who are being protected because nobody wants to be a rat. Uh, and yeah. we're talking about drugs, of course, we're talking yeah. about all sorts of drugs, uh, but we're also talking about the things that come with the drugs, uh, not just uh, the huge amounts of money or the fancy clothes or jewellery or whatever. Uh, we're talking sure. about the guns, uh, uh, the intimidation, uh, the violence, the the burning of houses uh, and so on, and the burying of bodies. Uh, I mean... Uh, there's a, a child's torso somewhere. Yeah. It seems from the guard uh, investigations into this that that's possibly locally. And there could very well be people listening to us who have information on one or all of these issues. And as yeah. I said earlier on, there's different ways that people can give that. They don't need anybody else to know that that information has been passed on. But one of those ways is through a priest. And I'm sure you'd make yourself available. Oh, absolutely. That, yeah. And I mean, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I mean, that that, that culture is there and... Uh, I am um, if if in any way any of us uh, priests in the parish can help out in any way if somebody wants to come in confidence to us um I would be only only too delighted to facilitate that because I am very conscious I mean young people are very conscious as well of um of being a rat as you say it, yeah. it's not cool and it's it has consequences so um it would be great if um I you know I'm I would certainly be available to um talk in conference with somebody or if they want to come mm. to us at any time um, and, you know, to liaise with the family or whoever it is in, in, in the strictest conference because, you know, I think somebody out there knows where um, Keane's torso is and so on and, you know, it would bring such comfort to the family um, to be able uh, to bring that closure there, you know, and mm. 
Um, you know, somebody's out there, I'm sure, that knows where it is and um, is afraid to say anything, you know, but um, and is, is living with that as well. So for their own peace of mind, as well as um, uh, the comfort for the family, um, I would urge them to, if they have any information, mm. to let us know and it can be done in the strictest confidence. And, you know, it it would mean a lot, I'm sure, down the line for the person themselves because to live with that and to live with it knowing the fact that they're putting their family through such horrendous pain and suffering, which could be eased somewhat by mm. um, by this. So please, if there is somebody, I would yeah. only be delighted. And to it, it's not just parts of Keane's body that have yet to be discovered. We quite often talk about three murders in this feud so far, sure, but uh, sure. it's most likely at least five murders. And uh, there's uh, the bodies of Willie Mohan and his girlfriend, sure, Anna. Yes. And uh, Willie's father, Joe, has told me that he believes his son was also dismembered uh, and his okay, body parts okay. uh, buried in different locations. Uh, do you believe that there's any end in sight or do you think that uh, you may preside over another funeral service such as this? Well, I, I mean, I would be I would be hopeful. I mean, we have to be hopeful. Mm. And, uh, you know, there is always that danger, as I said, when the Garda presence um, is lessened, and I'm sure it will, it will in time. But at the same time, I think, you know, the, the brutality and the horrific nature of this one um, has brought everybody... To, to their mm. attention you know so I would hope that we as a community in the church and in the community can work together and uh, hopefully help these people to see that um, uh, to make sense of the whole situation that to bring peace back to our town and our community so that we can live in peace and that families are not being terrorised and uh, fearful of going to bed at night of what's going mm. to happen. Um, and I'm sure you know this already, Father, but if I, if I said to you that one of uh, the gangs involved in this uh, look on themselves and their families look on them as God-fearing Catholics, uh, what would you say in response to that? Well, you know, I suppose um, when you, it's, it's a difficult one, um, but people find themselves in situations where um, you know, in life, um, you know, they go down the wrong way or whatever it is. And, you know, even in the midst of all this horror, um, you know, there's, if there's a spark of faith or spark of the divine in any of us, um, and it is even in the hardest of criminals. Um, so that's why I would, I would uh, you know, appeal to them that, um, like as I said yesterday, in in God's name, uh, to let it end now and to come together as a community and um, make life, you know, better for all of us and for our children and for the teenagers that's growing up now that they're not looking at these people as heroes, you know, but, and, but seeing the reality that's out there for them, you know. Okay, Phil, thank you for coming in to us uh, on the programme uh, this morning. Father Philip Gaffney, who's uh, the parish priest of uh, St Mary's Parish. Michael Reed on LMFM. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.